The Art of Relationships radio show is copyrighted. No one is to use any part of the show without express written consent from myself, Greg Tuzinski, or The Art of Relationships. Thank you. Welcome to The Art of Relationships radio show. Greg has been a relationships expert guest host on numerous radio shows. He promises that this show is for you and to help listeners become more fulfilled, healthier, and happier in your relationships and lives. Licensed Relationship and Sex Counselor Greg Dozinski, The Art of Relationships Radio Show will cover crucial elements in rebuilding emotional and physical intimacy, plus help in reigniting the passion in your romantic relationships. He also welcomes live calls from listeners in helping with these very challenges. No more tit-for-tat arguments. Greg gets to the root of couples' challenges in a rapid, matter-of-fact format, plus applies compassion and humor. Join in discovering how to improve your romantic relationship and your own life. Listen, laugh, and grow happier. Greg is a licensed professional counselor in the state of Michigan. To others, he's simply known as Master G. Hey, welcome everybody. This is your host, Greg Dzinski, and this is the Art of Relationships radio show. Welcome, everybody, for those listening to the show for the very first time. I'm going to run down the format. Actually, there really isn't that much of a format. I'm going to, uh, I usually open up the discussion as far as um, topic of the evening, if you will, okay? And... You can call in with any questions you have. You can join us on live chat at uh, Spreaker.com and type in the Art of Relationships, or you can download the free mobile device apps for Android and Apple devices. Spreaker has their own app, and actually the show, Art of Relationships, has uh, their own free apps for Apple and Android devices. And with those apps... Or at the website, you can also join us live on chat. I will not ever um, ask you for your name, okay? I want to protect your privacy, confidentiality. I'm not being rude. Uh, If you want to mention your name, you're more than welcome. And people that hear names, you know, throughout the show that have been following the show for a long time, uh, they gave me permission to use their names, mostly in the chat, okay? And this evening, so you can call me with any questions you have pertaining to any, you know, relationship, family, or sexual dynamics you might have. And uh, so it doesn't matter what the topic of the show is. Again, I'm Greg Dzinski. This is the Art of Relationships radio show. I'm a licensed, uh, fully licensed professional counselor in downtown Detroit in private practice. I've been doing this, oh my God, for a long time. I love it. Um, it's my passion trying to help people, trying to have people be happy, more passionately involved in a deeper connection and also have a more truer, genuine, confident sense of self at the same time. I also deal with grief and loss aspects along with trauma too, but my main focus, it's uh, relationship and marriage sexual dynamics. And I had a book that was uh, just released in September. You can find that on Amazon. Uh, The title of the book is called Seize That Total Connection, Achieving the Emotional and Sexual 
relationship you crave. Ow, wow, 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 wow. <laughs> uh, so the feedback from the book is actually I've been getting uh, pretty good feedback. I appreciate it. I'm all about constructive criticism. Greg, it sucks. You know what? You should have done this. You didn't sound right here. <laughs> you know, let me have it. I'm all about that, okay? So uh, please give me a shout. You can also... Um, Give me a shout about, um, what do I want to say now? I can't even remember. Oh, the call-in number. Sorry about that. 313-614-9498. Okay. Um, so you can give me a shout. Uh, again, 313-614-9498. With any questions you have, again, I will not ask your name. I'm not being rude, okay? I am uh, just respecting your privacy. So, we are going to get, oh, my website, www.theartofrelationships.org, okay? Um, so, check it out. It gives, you know, run down all my services and everything. Um, give me a so, oh, I'm trying to chat. I'm sorry. I'm trying to do multitasking. No, men, we suck at multitasking. Um, you know, we suck at multitasking. I'm trying to do like five things at once here, so I apologize. Um, we are here um, going to be talking about a few fun topics tonight, and that is about um, I want to talk about envisioning, you know, what's your relationship vision for one thing? Talk about that. And we left off, you know, last, I think it was last week, whatever. We didn't have that much time to get into it. Um, but I want to talk about a post I had on Facebook. Uh, well, not me. I shared it. I can't, can't take credit for it. But it was a cool conversation about matching bras and matching panties. Ooh. How many women do that as a daily routine? Or do you only do it when you know, ooh, you're going to get randy, going to get horny, going to get, ooh, a little bit in the move? To get it in the groove, babies. Ooh, no. <laughs> How corny was that? So, um, those interested, you can give me a shout. 313-614-9498. And as always, it doesn't matter what the topic of the show is. You can give me a call with any questions you have, um, you know, relating to, like I said, relationships, sexual domains. And I'll do my best to help you out uh, with the format, you know, being on the radio and everything. You know, it's a quicker format and everything, so I will try to get to, definitely get to the foundations real quick and give you some pointers that might be able to help. I'm hoping immediately, right away, okay? Uh, so, we are going to talk about, I'm going to talk about, you know, a big thing, and I'm, I'm getting together some seminars, if you will, workshops, whatever you want to talk about, and I am going to, they are going to be uh, 27 days Ooh, 27 days to your best relationship, right? 27 days to your best relationship. And I'm getting together, you know, I'm working, I've been working on that and everything too, about, you know, some more seminars and workshops to help people out out there. So I'm getting those together and I'm thinking about, you know, tying in with tonight's topic about your relationship vision. 
What the hell is it, Greg? What's the vision? Yeah, I see him. He pisses me off. I see her. She ticks me off. Um, yeah, I see it. What do you mean? <laughs> you know, relationship, um, relationship stuff to hit me on, um, you know, is about your expectations. Let's face it, right? Your relationship vision, not only maybe, and we grow, and it evolves over time, right? If you're together six months, a year, five years, whatever, it's ironic that, you know, it's not ironic. It's real, you know, important that you know relationships change, and I want you to grow together and change and evolve with those relationships. And what happens over time is people tend to move apart. You know, the old adage about growing apart is huge. And it was interesting. I was talking to a lady uh, right before the show, actually. I was just uh, grabbing a quick bite downstairs to eat. And uh, she is, what'd she say, 70 years old, um, African-American lady. Oh, my God, wise as hell. Very, very cool. And you look at, you know, we're talking about... um, you know, relationship expectations, maybe how they change, how how you evolve together and how you are maybe when you're younger than when you're older in your 70s, how you evolve together, how you learn from each other. And it was very, very cool, okay? Um, I want to look at the situation of your relationship vision. And I, I promote that you... Do this as a couple, not only as couples, but this will work for individuals as well. I don't, a lot of people have the fantasy land of, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? You know, they have the fantasy land of looking at, you know, I want this, I want this. And if everything doesn't go my way, I am going to be disappointed, disappointed, <laughs> almost like constipated. <laughs> you might be that too, <laughs> but you're looking at the dynamics to where, um, you know, these are my expectations. If they don't get met, I'm out of here, right? Peace out. I'm divorced. I'm breaking up, whatever. Where you have to blend your expectations together. You know, you want to try to find a partner, of course, it's obvious, that you have very, very similar expectations. They don't have to be perfect. They don't have to be dead nuts on um, and match 100%, but you want the main foundations to meet together. That's no surprise. I'm not telling the listeners out there, telling you um, anything different that you haven't heard before, okay? But you want a clear expectation of what those are. You know, the relationship expectations I get, I want to get more into, uh, I'm going to step away from the old traditional stuff, which we've heard left and right. Um, you know, do you want kids? Do you don't want kids? You want to live in a city? You want to live on a farm? You want to live in Michigan? You want to live California? Wherever, you know, Europe, Denmark, whatever, okay? Um, I'm going to get rid of that, but I want to look at relationship visions, and I touch on these aspects right away the first session. Uh, you know, what are your expectations? What are your visions for a happy relationship? Not only that, it's easy, right? It's very, very easy to hit on. Oh, we're going to cuddle when we're happy. We're going to look in each other's eyes and feel love and feel each other's soul and heart and the passion we have for each other fantastic. I want that. And I don't want that just when you start off. I want it if you're married 50 years, 60 years down the road. 
that's what I try to do, and I try to promote with couples, okay? I look at the dynamics of um, what it takes to get there, and not only, you know, not only the good stuff, you know, we're going to kiss passionately. Um, I love kiss, kiss passion, kissing passionately and deeply. I love that. Um, and, you know, on a regular basis, I, I, you know, I miss that. I want that very much. Um, I, I think it's, you know, not only the physical connection, but it also hits on the emotional connection, and it's it's very cool, and it, it's warmth. You feel just you just interweave each other's bodies and souls through you know a passionate kiss, which is good. And a passionate kiss can be sexual, but it doesn't have to be. I tell people all the time, you know, there's a difference between sensuality and sexuality, and of course. You know, the latter, sexuality, should incorporate and should include the sensual, right? But sensuality doesn't always have to be sexual. And But going back to the relationship visions, you know, how do you want it? How do you want to interact with each other? Are you, one, are you a couple that wants to go out with friends? Or are you more homebodies? Everyone assumes, you know, people that go out all the time, oh my God, I can't believe they sit at home. How boring. You know what? It's not for you to judge and for you to say. It's for each individual couple. Just like a couple that sits home, watches Netflix, TVs, or whatever, um, you know, they sit home, maybe play cards, whatever their thing is, play board games, whatever. That's their thing. They love doing it. And they might say, oh, my God, they go out every night with a bunch of bar hounds and all this stuff. You know what? What works for one couple, don't judge as right or wrong. It's just different. It's about how you view your own vision in a relationship. And this is important for the single people as well to look at how, how do you want it to be? How, how do you want it to act? It's like I mentioned a few moments ago, it's very, very easy to hit on how you want it. The fantasy, the, you know, maybe the surreal aspects of the cartoons, right? The fairy tales, Cinderella, Snow White, all those aspects to where Sleeping Beauty, to where, you know what? Oh my God, you live happily ever after. And you know, you talk about how you want to be and all that stuff. But I want to hit on relationship visions. What happens when the crap hits the fan, right? What happens ooh, when you guys have an argument? What happens when things don't go your way as planned or life stresses get in the way? Uh, sick child. And I'm not talking, you know, it could be in Michigan. I don't know where it's at throughout the country, but Michigan, Metro Detroit area. Oh my God. I've been hearing stories left and right about all these families, um, you know, enduring flu, getting to both ends, hitting parents. And it's a pain in the butt. I talked to someone that, you know, kids are sick and they lost power, uh, in Michigan. It's been cold up here last week or so. I mean, it's winter, so <laughs> we've been spoiled. But, you know, dealing with all those aspects, what's going to happen when the crap hits the fan, if you will, and your worlds get shaken a bit? Say you have a severely, I, I don't wish this, you know, when you get severely sick, I'm not talking a cold or flu. I'm talking, you know, it, it could be, unfortunately, maybe a stroke, a heart attack, maybe one loses their job. I want to hit on relationship visions you know, it's great. And I think it, they're easy. 
eh, maybe to look at how I want a relationship. You know, I, I love to cuddle. I love, you know, romance. I love being close and affectionate as long as my partner is that way too. I want to feel craved. I, you know, I'm not shy about this. I want to feel craved and, you know, excited. To, and it's not for that person's, it's not about that person, right? It's about both of us. It's about me wanting to feel loved and craved. We all want that. But I want to talk about what happens when things don't go your way. When you get into an argument, what is your vision about how you're going to handle it? Now, right, we all have a plan. We're going to speak calmly. We're going to be just freaking calm, mature, emotionally intelligent about it, calm, cool, and collected, right, when we have an argument. Oh, boy. <laughs> how, many, how many people end up, uh, yeah, we're going to plan this, but it's not going to happen, right? <laughs> one person goes berserk, causes the other one go berserk, and then you have the tit for tat, yelling, screaming matches, or even, you know, it's the same thing I say with yelling and screaming matching is you don't talk to each other. It's a silent treatment going back and, well, can a silent treatment go back and forth? I don't think so, okay? So we look at those dynamics, and I want to talk about how do you handle when things don't go your way? And it's very, very crucial. It's important. I want to hit on, you know, when things don't go your way, what is your relationship vision, how you're going to handle things? Okay, if one of you loses a job, and I said one of you because, as everybody knows, I promote both people work, and I don't want uh, women slamming me or anything about, Greg, oh, my God, the woman should stay at home. Yeah. Whatever. Like I said, <laughs> everybody's relationship and what works for you, that's fine. I'm all about that. Whatever works for you. But I'm talking, you know, what happens if one of you gets sick? What happens when, you know, oh, my God, one of you loses a job? You, it, no one wants to talk about the bad stuff. It's like when I teach, um, you know, human sexualities of, you know, my baby. My second baby is when I teach, you know, with my grief and loss experience. I teach uh, psychology of death and dying. It, it's almost like that. No one wants to talk about death, right? One, one of those, you know, about a living will, uh, living will trust, uh, whatever, life insurance, anything, a will, you know, whatever all those aspects. Oh, my God, I don't want to talk about it because, oh, my God, death is morbid. And then it happens, and then you're like, oh, shit, what do we do, right? How are we going to handle this? How are we going to deal with this situation? Oh, my God, what do I do? Where's this? Where's that? I want people prepared. I don't want bad things happening. Got it. I, do, I don't want those, but... I want you to have a vision about how you're going to handle those relationship dynamics, okay? If trouble occurs, you lose a job. Oh, my God, what happens if we're down to one car? What happens if we both work and one or both of our kids are sick? Or, you know what, we're in winter in Michigan, right? What happens if there's a snow day? Do you ever talk about it? Do you ever have a vision how you're going to handle these situations and work as a team? Or do you automatically assume, right? We'll do, yeah, ladies, I'm going to go with you and do the old stereotypical tradition. Do you assume, oh my God, there's a snow day and we both work. Oh my God, that's some other's job. Even though we both work, my job's more important. <gasps> Ooh. Dudes, <laughs> I'm not all for that. 
Now, you know, maybe if you look at you're making three times as much, and I'm not putting, you know, you look at what's going to affect the family financially as a whole. And, you know, you try to make that decision, but I want you to take turns, right? This time I stay home, next day you stay home if you can or whatever. Or do we have a sitter? Do we have a backup plan? Do we have, you know, a grandparents, can they, a relative, a friend, whatever that doesn't work, that could help us out. Do you plan and do you have a vision when bad things will happen? Again, I do not want to promote. I don't want people to have bad things happen to them. I want you prepared so you can handle them, okay? So you can go ahead and deal with those dynamics and head them off. And how many people you never, ever talk about those dynamic, okay? And you look at those, um, you look at the dynamics and, you know, you don't want to talk about the bad stuff. You know, oh my God, we'll just deal with it. How many people vision or even talk about that? Oh, when bad stuff happens, we'll deal it when it happens. You know what? I pretty much fly by the seat of my pants, um, you know, with life and everything. I want to plan more and that's one of my goals to be more organized and going after more specific goals for my business, for me personally. And you look at the dynamics about, um, you know, if they don't go that way, do you, I want you to plan so it makes a relationship when problems happen that we're going to deal with it. If we get in a fight, right, we get in a fight, maybe a relationship expectation or vision, however you want to see, you know, vision, expectation, in my eyes, it's the same thing, Okay. So many people hear the term expectation, everything. That's why I wanted to throw out a vision, okay? You know, when you're in an argument, you're in a fight, you know, do you have a vision that you are not going to call each other names, right? And how many people go into those aspects and go into those attitudes where, yeah, we're not, but, oh, my God, we do. We start calling each other an a-hole. We start calling her the B-word. We start calling him, you know, the D-word. And we go in those aspects, and all of a sudden it goes out the window, and then you're left feeling a lot less connected. Not only that, you start feeling, I'll tell you what's going to start happening. You are not going to forget those too rapidly, for one thing, and it's going to create emotional distrust. Oh, my God, do you really think this? Do you really, even though you say sorry, you feel bad and all this, you're really wondering that it kills the emotional trust between you two that you have each other's back. Oh, my God, do they really think I'm like this? Were they just mad or, you know what, or when you get angry and mad at each other, is that true serum and that's how, you you know, boy, tell me how you really feel, right? And it's very, very difficult and it's very challenging um, when the emotional, they're at the peak. They get ticked off. They get, you know, it hits the fan, let's face it. And you get in those dynamics, and the emotional control is very difficult. So I want you to have a vision about what you're going to do before those emotions hit the peak, right? What's it going to take for you to maybe calm down and say, you know what, I don't want to argue. I don't want to get a name calling. I love you. We're just mad at each other, which is fine. It happens. You get mad at each other. I don't want it to get destructive, okay? I do not want to you to rip each other's hearts apart or 
maybe essence might be a better word. You know, a combination of your soul, your heart, your intellect, all those aspects, the character of who you are. I don't want you to rip apart each other's character or each other's essence of a person, okay? So hit on those. Work out. And a lot of people, it sounds corny, but I want you to write down your visions, you know, both of them. Everybody talks about, and I'm not one, you know, you have to, every textbook therapist, you got a journal, you got, but if you write down your goals, and this is for goal planning 101, if you will, you get them out of you. You write them down, and I don't care if you keep them in the bedroom, on the fridge, anywhere, but you write down your relationship visions about how you're going to handle situations, and they're going to be ingrained in you. You're going to be able to look at them, and you're going to be able to they're going to be in your face, almost, maybe not every day, but, you know, once a week, a couple times a week is cool. They're going to be ingrained, and you're going to learn, and it's going to become second nature. You know what? We're not going to do this. We're going to come, you know, number one, I love you. I'm just pissed at you now, and that's okay, right? That is completely okay. Uh, it's huge, so go ahead Hit those dynamics, right? And we are going to, I say we, uh, going to take a little breather, uh, first break of the evening, and I will be back in probably about four minutes or so, maybe five. Let my uh, <clears throat> voice recoup a little bit, okay? This is the Art of Relationships radio show, and this is your host, Greg Dzinski, licensed professional counselor relationship and sex especially coming to you live from downtown detroit and the show also is a family of podcastdetroit.com so make sure you check out check out them podcastdetroit.com you can uh check out all the other shows too they got shows for everything if you're in the mma boxing uh geek stuff IT stuff, huge. And the network we have, I should say we, I didn't really do much about it. Um, but the owners, Podcast Detroit and everything, doing an awesome job. And as a network, have over 300,000 listeners a week. That's huge, huge. 300,000 listeners a week. Okay. Well, I'm going to take a quick break. This is the Art of Relationships radio show. Be back in a few moments. Thank you, people. If you're looking for that unique, cool fashion statement, check out Shoes by Shay on Facebook. She has hand-painted, uh, hand-designed canvas shoes for you, your loved one. It's an inspirational piece unique to your own taste. Check out Shoes by Shay on Facebook. Again, that's Shoes by Shay on Facebook.
another song you'll never hear about a girl I've never met. This is just another lie whispered in your ear, so you'll think that I can make it. This is just another ride taken by surprise with no clear end in sight. This is just an empty line you've heard a million times that I've used to make it right. A chance meeting in a parking lot. Getting high off of a pointless talk You remind me of the songs I used to fall asleep to A perfect vision of the melodies that I would sing to And I've been using trick I know to send a message through the radio this is just a sad attempt an evening spent at trying to catch your eye and this is me crying out for attention so you don't just pass me by this is just a lucid dream I've made the seem like the best parts of life and this is just an empty hand with spaces for your fingers laced with mine excuse me I think you're the one I'm meant to find in this life but I've been lost for quite a while cause you remind me of the songs I used to fall asleep to Of the melodies that I would sing to And I've been using every trick I know To send a message through the radio And I've been talking to strangers Trying to Through the radio. 
Oh, so sweet tunes. Uh, last one was by Skyway Traffic. Just another song you'll never hear. And the one uh, right before that was Rev Rat Time. Well, Wisher was the tune. Okay, that's Skyway Traffic and Rev Right Time checking out on Reverb Nation and Facebook and, oh my God, what else? Crap. Oh, YouTube. I, I forgot. <laughs> Here I'm giving them a plug and everything. I forgot um, the situation where they're all at. Uh, and we are back. Welcome back to the Art of Relationships radio show. I am actually supposed to be having a special guest. Well, we'll see. We'll see if she is uh, special or not. No, I'm teasing. That's cool. Um, so we are getting back. We're talking about relationship expectations. And you can join, like I said, you can join us in the live chat if you are listening on the Spreaker app, S-P-R-E-A-K-E-R, Spreaker app, the show, Art of Relationships, own app, and also Spreaker.com, okay? Uh, you can listen. You can join us on the live chat with those devices. You can also listen on SoundCloud, TuneIn, and, of course, PodcastDetroit.com. Actually, I'm trying to think if you can listen live to the show through that stream or not, but the show gets uh, rebroadcasted through... Uh, podcastdetroit.com. Like I mentioned uh, at the very beginning of the show, uh, the Art of Relationships, along, you know, podcastdetroit.com um, through the Podcast Detroit family, they have 300,000 listeners a week. Huge. And I'm very, very flattered to be a part of that family. So give them a shout. Give them a Look at, okay, podcastdetroit.com. You can check out all the show schedules and everything as well. And as always, give me a call, 313-614-9498. Again, 313-614-9498. And we're talking about relationship visions, a.k.a. Um, expectations, if you will. And we're talking about, you know, everybody talks about the good shit, right? I shouldn't say I need to watch out my swearing so I can get sponsors. But, but we, look at, we look at the dynamics about um, everyone talks about fantasies, right? They talk about the good stuff. They talk about the good stuff as far as we're going to be here, we're going to be there, we are going to, you know, we're going to be lovey-dovey. We're going to have sex three times a day. We're going to love each other. We're never going to argue, you know, the Snow White, Cinderella situation. But you want to look at the dynamics. Um, I wanted to flip the script, like I said at the beginning of the show, and you look at the dynamics about, um, yeah, what do I want to say? Look at dynamics about when bad things happen, right? I, everyone, no one wants to think about the bad shit hitting the fan, okay? No one wants to hear about that, but you want to hear about the dynamics about how you're going to handle those things. And Chris on the live chat uh, sort of jumped ahead of me a little bit, right? Uh, you see, I'm the one that is a little early. Uh, never mind. <laughs> Anyways, you know, you look at it, you know, the plan doesn't go ahead as planned. 
And you can hit on these dynamics and look at, um, you know, what happens. One gets emotional. You both get pissed off, get angry and everything. You get stressed out. And what happens to those dynamics and how do you handle a situation, okay? And you can look at the scenarios to where, oh, special guest just arrived. <laughs> can you hear everything in the headphones? Sweet. Um, the mic, if you want to talk, there you go. Can you flip that up? Okay. Can, can you, you hear talk? me? Can you hear? I can't hear myself. Oh, sweet. Can okay. you hear yourself? Okay, now I can. A little bit. Should be faint. That's good. Sweet! <laughs> Do you want to say your real name or no? I can. My name is Tina. Oh, welcome, Tina. Special guest here, the Art of Relationships. And she missed a little bit of the show. And we're talking about relationship expectations. Uh, now she, ha <laughs> <laughs> ha. Now we're now we're gonna hit on the spot as far put it right on the spot. No, I'll let her warm up a little bit, um, and hit on though. <laughs> Chris, no, you're fine. I was just teasing you about being. Oh, that was back a long ago. Uh, Greg is crazy. Dot com. Once in a while, yeah. Yes, Alan, I do swear in my book. Yes, I do. As as I mentioned before, it's uh, it, another listener actually gave me the paintings in here. In, in here, no, everyone's looking. They can't look. It's on the freaking radio. But you're looking at dynamics about, yeah, colorful language. That's how it was put. <laughs> and, uh, yes, I do. Once in a while, I do swear in the book, of course. And you look at the dynamics of, you know, how do you handle when the shit hits the fan when you get upset, when you get ticked off. And Chris mentioned that in chat on a while ago. You know, what happens? Are you the type of person that needs to be, you know, maybe held, cuddled? Or if your partner goes to give you a hug when you're angry and mad, you're going to punch him right in the dick. What, you know, or do you want to be left alone? How are those situations? And how do you handle those? As I put Tina on the spot. So when I'm in a fight, I want to be completely left alone. Um, if somebody comes and tries to um, communicate with me when um, I'm upset, um, if I'm, like, in the fight, right. um, I definitely don't want them to um, communicate right away with me. Um, usually if they do, it's not good. Um, usually I want some time, like a timeout. <laughs> or you're going to kick them in the nuts. Probably not kick them in the nuts, <laughs> but probably verbally assault them. Ver verbally? Yes, uh -oh. definitely you verbally know assaulting is going on. You, Tina, you need to move further away from me then. <laughs> no. <laughs> I, I was going to, uh, do you want you water to drink or anything? I'm okay right now. Are you sure? Yeah. Water, coffee, I know it's late. I'm okay I'm going right to crash. You sure? Okay, okay, cool. Made it downtown Okay. Yeah, it was fine. The drive was good. Wasn't a pain in the butt. No, uh, I parked right across the street. Sweet. Yeah. yeah. Awesome. This time, yeah, I know. Everyone says uh, I. she needs her space. Yeah, I agree, Alan. Uh, and we mentioned about everybody is different. You know, the big thing is you need to talk about this stuff ahead of time. A lot of couples, like I mentioned, especially when it's new in a relationship and you learn how it goes, and sometimes, you know, like Chris mentioned a while ago, you might have plans but then they go down the toilet when you or your partner are pissed off or whatever. And it, it's funny because the more you are connected, the more you're in love with, 
Alan, I'm going to kick your ass. Anyways, <laughs> on Chad, he's ripping on me. Uh, nickname Master G, whatever. He's calling me Mini G. And then he, j- he just mentions uh, I need a, bo- a booster seat. <laughs> um, actually, Alan was uh, one of my students, and I hope I never have him in a class again. No, <laughs> it was a lot of fun. But anyways, Alan, you got to be in the human sexuality class yet. Um <laughs> Actually, that starts, crap, Monday. Next Monday, too short. Anyways, you look at the dynamics. (laughs) You look at the dynamics and, you know, how do you handle those? And Chris mentioned, you know, you try to work those out, but in the heat of the moment, it's very, very difficult when you push each other's buttons. And like I mentioned at the beginning of the show, I want you to have the expectations. You know, you try. What do you do? Do you take a break? You know what? I don't want to get any more ticked. You know, do you say, how hard is it when you're pissed off at each other? You know what? You know what? I love you. I don't want to fight. You know, whatever. Oh, fine. You don't want to talk to me. Is that what you do, Tina? Oh, fine. You don't want to talk to me. You just want to ignore me. You don't even care. Is that what happens? Um, Once in a while, but not usually. Um, Usually somebody wants to talk when I don't want to talk, and then it gets it gets bad. I don't, oh. If somebody's fighting with me or saying things that I don't necessarily want to hear, oh. I don't want to communicate at that time if they're not communicating effectively. So if they're like yelling or screaming and it's getting to that point right. and then they're just continuously coming at you, that's not the way that I personally communicate. So if they are continuously, like, coming in the room and wanting to talk and talk and yell, I don't want any part of that. No, I agree. I'm the same way. I want to talk. I want to be – I'm usually pretty calm, cool, and collected. I don't get uh, ticked off that easy. But some – and I'm not – believe me, I'm not perfect. As Alan mentioned, I'm short. But I'm funny as hell, Alan. you got to admit that. Oh, Chris, so you flip shit? Oh, I shouldn't swear, right? Um, it's my show. Anyways, I don't want to chase sponsors away like I have a lot. But anyways, um, so Chris, what, and it's funny, ironic. When we talk about, and, you know, Chris listened to the show, Alan heard me in class and all this stuff. I get, even in the book, I talk about, I get away from gender stereotypes. And, you know, it, it's funny how the old adage is, you know, a lot of women, Okay, let's face it. I'm moving away from Tina so she don't hit me or kick me. Um, <laughs> that, um, you know, women might nag, bitch, complain, start shooting off at the mouth, and the guy's like, peace out, I just want to get away. He tries to get away, and it makes her mad because he just wants peace, and all of a sudden she starts feeling he don't love me, doesn't hear what I want to say, doesn't care what I have to say. No, he just wants to calm stuff down. But in all honesty, there are women that want to just calm down, want to peace out, and guys go ballistic. So I want to be very clear and be very careful about the gender aspects and hit on, you know, it's an individual thing. I don't want to get into, you know, guys do this, women do this, and people listen to the show for a long time. They know, you know, they know my take on that. And the big thing is, and I try to... What do I want to say? I, I, want to, I want to hit on the dynamics to where it only takes one of you to calm the situation down at a time. It's not always easy. And a lot of people in textbook therapists and everything that I bash, <laughs> they want you, okay, you both have to do this. You both have to do eh, How many? You're both ticked off. You know what? Eh, it's not going to happen. It's going to make it worse. You want to hit on the dynamics to where it only takes one of you to calm. You know what? I love you. I don't want to fight, right? 
I know you're an asshole, but I don't want to fight. No, don't, don't use, you, no, you don't want to use that. Or if he calls you the B word, uh, what elements, you know, what, what can you calm down? You know what? We need to sort of be mature about this. Yeah, right. Everybody knows they think I'm a lot younger than I am because I'm immature. Plus, I look young. No, right. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> you look at the dynamics. Uh, peace is best, and I agree with that. How many people also, when you have expectations or relationship visions to the point where you don't want to talk about problems? Ooh. How many people hate confrontation? How many people hate where, you know what, I'm not going to bring this up. It's going to tick them off. And I mentioned this probably quite a few shows before, but the expectation is, you know, if there's a problem, I want you to talk to me, right? I want you to talk to me. Tell me what the problem is. How many people are confident enough to hear it? Like Tina just mentioned a little bit ago, you know, if someone says something she don't want, she don't want to hear, she ain't going to listen. No, I'm teasing. I'm I'm teasing. Is that true? No, I'm not. Yeah, only tell me what I want to hear. <laughs> is that yeah? Is that it? You only want to hear what you want to hear? Absolutely. Oh my god! <laughs> Holy shit! You know what? We have to do a little bit of one-on-one counseling. <laughs> Anyways, no. Um, Chris on live chat mentioned the comp part isn't so hard. The hard part is when. They don't want to talk at all. If I know the conversation can continue later, that's okay. But it usually doesn't. And you know what? This is a huge dynamic, and I, I deal with this on a weekly basis. And I, I try to, you know, ram not ram home. I sort of, it all depends. Sometimes I have to kick people in the ass, clients, and sometimes got to hold their hand through the dynamics to where, you know, when they do that, you want that peace, like we mentioned. You know what? I know. They just need to calm down, cool down. But you're right, Chris. Absolutely correct. You need to come back and talk about the issues when you're calmed down. When you're, you know, it, some people, you know, they can be calm in five minutes, half hour, an hour. Some people might need a week. I don't, <laughs> I don't ever suggest that. Um, I want you, you know, it could be a time. It could be that night. It could be a couple hours. You know, everybody's different. But you need to come back and talk about the issue that the fight was about, okay? And I've, I've had couples in here, oh, my God. They have not said one word to each other in four weeks. Not a screw you, I hate you, nothing. They text. I made an appointment with, here's the name, with Greg. It's this time, okay, I can be there. And that was it. They never talked. And they were married, living together for four weeks. They didn't say one word. Uh-oh. 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 Oh, I thought I lost everybody. Technical difficulty. Here, I didn't hit the mouse, and I think it went to sleep. Oh, my God, talking about panic. Cold as ice. You know what? Who's cold as ice? Alan, you are? You're an escape mental patient. I know that. I know that. They gave you a leave just to take a class with me, so they thought I'd help you, but you know what? <gasps> I'm good, but some people, they're just screwed. Anyways, no. <laughs> um, Tina, are you able to 
calmly discuss things when you're upset, when you're mad, when you don't feel loved, appreciated, important? Or do you whine? Or do you nitpick? Do you, what do you do? I can calmly um, talk about certain things, but I don't. Whoa, 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 whoa. Certain things? Yeah, certain things. So you only have certain things. Oh, you know what? I will talk to you, but it's only it only has it's to be I about this or that. Huh? It's what I choose to talk about. It's what you choose to talk about? Oh, when I'm great. angry. Now a typical, oh, I said, no. <laughs> I'm not, I said about stereotypes and everything, right? We're going to get away from all that. Um, <laughs> oh, Chris, Alan is crazy. Absolutely. Oh, remember, um, write this down. You can give us a call. Uh, 313, I almost had a brain fart on my phone, 313-614-9498. Like I said, the people, if they mention, I mentioned her name on the live chat. They gave me permission before to use her name. It's I respect everybody's privacy, confidentiality. I'm not going to ask your name. I'm not being rude. It's not that I don't care. It's to protect your own privacy and confidentiality, okay? If you want to give me your name, please do. No big deal. So you give us a call, join us on live chat, and it doesn't matter what the topic is. You can give me a call here, and I'll try to help you out the best I can. I'm always about promoting healthy, passionate, loving relationships, right? Now, oh, we could get into how many people... Do you have a vision that, you know, every time we're going to fight, we're always going to make up and have wild butt naked, throw me up against the wall, make up sex? Ooh. I wish. What? Now, oh, oh hold on. I, I, you heard my sound like I went into puberty. My voice cracked. You wish. Awesome. So what happens when... I was I'm speechless now, and I'm never, Alan knows me, you know, Alan freaking had me in class, I'm never speechless, <laughs> I would fight more, if I'm that never was speechless. what would happen, I would fight I'm more, never speechless. in my but, life, I would fight all the time, <laughs> oh sweet, but hold on, do you look at, how many people get in a fight where I don't even want to be close to you, no, I don't, I don't you know either. what, You're right. don't, don't even either. touch me, yeah. sex, making love to you, screw you, yeah. well that's the idea, no, not that way, I want no, I'm the same way. When I fight, I'm like, get away from me. Get away from you. Yeah. And believe me, I'm a guy. And sometimes I'm, oh, my God, I'm like that, too, in a way. It's like, you, I don't care how hot you look. Yeah, I'm just I'm like go in the other room and emotionally, in the other room. Emotionally absolutely. tuned out, right? Okay. Yeah, um, <laughs> Chris, no, but it is fun when it happens, yeah. <laughs> um, uh, Alan, I want to go back and Alan mentioned a great question. What is the best way to deal with a confrontational person? Uh, this is very difficult, especially when you live together or you're married. And, you know, this is, and this can apply also to workplace environments and also apply to sibling relationships, family dynamics, you know, parent, child, all those aspects, okay? And actually, I had a new client in here today. Oh, my God, um, I hope they're not listening to the show. But it was like I was dealing with two individuals from the Big Bang Theory. One of them was Sheldon. The other one was, oh, crap, I don't even know who the heck. Maybe Leonard, maybe. <laughs> and uh, I, I'm like, oh, my God, I'm out of my realm here. You know, I'm just me. And 
they were, I'm not even going to get in discipline, whatever, but it related very highly to the Big Bang Theory. Anyways, you talk about, you know, when you deal with a confrontation person, some people flip out. They're very difficult. And the number one thing I want you to maybe think about, Alan, when someone is very confrontation, everybody gets defensive. I shouldn't say everybody, but a lot of us will get defensive, right? And we start taking that... Um, very personally, and that's where I think we lose it. When somebody comes now, I, when someone comes at a, after us physically, right? I'm all about trying to protect ourselves and get away from that dynamic, okay? But when someone you know confronts us in very confrontational in a verbal way and starts bashing us, I want us to uh, sort of step back. You know what? I'd love to talk to you, but I want to talk to you. I don't want to be yelled at. You know what? I want you to be able to talk to me. I'd love to hear what you have. You address that issue, Alan. It's not always you know, what to do. Or if they're very confrontational, one aspect I mentioned, you know what, I need to go to the bathroom or restroom, even if you don't, <laughs> just, you know, get away. Go to a restroom, come back, and then start engaging. You know, I want to talk to you, but, you know, can we talk? I don't want to yell. And I, that is totally okay. Alan, I'm a nerd. Oh, boy. Not even close, dude. Well, I don't know. The better you know someone, the easier it is to push their buttons. I agree, Chris. And that's what I mentioned, you know, in a family dynamic or, um, you know, a romantic relationship big time. You know what buttons. You know what irks you. And it's, it's the same situation. I think we talked about this last week when Shauna called um, about when you know somebody that, well, you tend to take your stuff out on the people that are closest to you the most. And it's, I'm not, you know, it's not right or whatever, but we tend to take our stresses, everything out on the people we're closest to. And when they're confrontation with us, it, it's very, very difficult to step back. But that's where I want you to address it. You know what? I'd love to talk to you, but I don't want to yell. You know what? Well, I'm mad at you. I'm ticked at you. You know what? I understand you're mad. I, I want to hear why you're mad, but I want you to tell me. I don't want you to yell at me and go from there, Alan. That, I try to recommend that, and a lot of times, if that doesn't work, you know what? Tell them. You know, I'd love to talk to you, but I need to go to the restroom. Uh, you know, I'm right in the middle. I want to talk to you. But then you have to go back. It goes back to, you know, what Chris mentioned. You need to go back and engage that situation. And, oh, big, ah, <laughs> big bang theory, Greg being a nerd. No, I, it's comedy. It's more for maybe Penny than, no, <laughs> I'm teasing. But you look at, well, no, you look at the dynamics of, you know, what is it going to take to calm that situation down? When you're both heated, it's very, very difficult. And that's where I want you to look at, you know, what, it's the issue. It's not personally. And a lot of times we think we're being attacked. Well, maybe we are person, but I want you to say, you know, try to separate if you can. It's about the issue. You know why? The issue is the problem. You know, you're mad at me, what I did, whatever, I get that. But I want to take care of the problem. I don't want to view us, you know, you, me, her, me, whatever, as the problem. I want to work on that issue or whatever the problem is. You know what? How can we work together as a team to take care of it? But, and part of this, Alan, is taking responsibility for maybe what you did. And I mentioned this numerous shows ago that, you know, if someone comes at you and you're ticked, you know, and like you mentioned, they're coming at you very confident. I can't believe you did that. You know what? You know, 
what do you think I did? You know what? You know what? I'm sorry. I didn't mean to whatever. It wasn't intentional or whatever. You know what? My bad. And when you own that stuff, you take that will cause that other person to mellow out or it should. Okay. I mean, some people, and I'm not joking around or being whatever. Some people that might have anger issues, um, if they're in a manic phase with bipolar disorder or something like that, it can be very, very difficult to get them to calm down. That's where you need to say, you know, peace out and separate a little bit too, okay? And I'm not, I'm not belittling no situations, whatever. I'm just, it's a teaching episode, if you will. But most of the time, when you take, even if it wasn't your fault, you know, you look, at, <laughs> Alan, you made me like vertically challenged therapist. <laughs> You know what? Take a class with me. I'll flunk your ass. Ha <laughs> 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 ha ha! How do you like that? <laughs> you look at the situation to where um, when you take responsibility and you take, um, you know, for even if you didn't do anything, ask, you know, what did I do? If they're mad and they're yelling, screaming, whatever, coming at you, I can't believe what, you know what? What did I do? Ah, right there. You might not have done anything anything, but you're willing to learn. You get that you're mad. You get that they're mad, okay? And you look at the dynamics, and you take that responsibility, and chances are, Alan, it's going to calm that person down. You passed me this summer. Alan, I know. That's before I knew better. Oh, you know what? Actually, you were in the human sexuality class, weren't you? I think you were in the back room... um, Doing a menage de moi, weren't you? Do you know what a menage de moi? I make your show better. You wish. I think you were in the back of the class and you had to clean up your mess after you were done um, um, self-gratifying yourself. (laughs) That's just wrong. But uh, why don't we take a... We're going to take second break and be back in a few minutes. This is the Art of Relationships radio show and what the heck was i gonna say anyways this is greg desensky uh your host licensed professional counselor relationship sex specialist in downtown detroit michigan the d and we'll be back be back <gasps> if my voice works and a few oh my god sound like i horked a loogie no i didn't but we'll be back soon Thanks for listening. Talk to you soon. Fashion statement. Check out Shoes by Shay on Facebook. She has hand-painted, uh, hand-designed canvas shoes for you, your loved one. It's an inspirational piece unique to your own taste. Check out Shoes by Shay on Facebook. Again, that's Shoes by Shay on Facebook.
Welcome back, everybody. This is Greg Dzinski, uh, Art of Relationships Radio Show, and you give us a call, 313-614-9498, or join us on the live chat, and looks like we have one uh, wannabe comic on there with Alan. And I said wannabe, but he needs to uh, keep working at it. Ha, ha. Elevator shoes, dude, and a toupee. No, I'm comfortable with who I am. <laughs> Alan, you wish you made the show better. Anyways, I want. <laughs> I need. Um, I. I uh, where am I at? I'm here, special guest with Tina. Say hello, Tina. Is it on? Hello. There. Try, say hello again. Hello. 
There we go. That was my bad. Oh, listen to that voice. Oh, anyways. No, want to be not alien. We're talking about relationship visions. We talked about those, you know, how you deal with them. And I, right before the last break, we talked about, you know, try to give some insights as far as how do you de-escalate, you know, a confrontation or confrontational person, especially if it's your spouse, girlfriend, boyfriend, whatever. And how do you deal with that situation? I gave some pointers and all that about trying to hit, you know, hit those, <laughs> hit, not when they're <laughs> confrontational, I mean, don't mean physically, but hit on those elements about gaining self-control, self-insight to try to deter those and take response. You know what? You know what? What I do? I, you know, what are you mad about? I want to. You know what? I'm sorry. I didn't mean to make you mad. You know, I forgot this. No, I understand you're upset. And that will calm that other person down, typically. Not always, but typically it's going to call it down. You can talk about, you know what? I know, you know, tell me. I feel disrespected. I don't feel like you care. I don't feel whatever. Now, what happens is a lot of people, oh, yeah, well, you did this. You did that. And you do this tip for tat, and you flip that script around, and you need to knock that off, okay? Just sit there, almost take the heat, take responsibility, okay, and find out exactly what is going on. Alan, you mentioned, you know, find out what the issue is, and exactly. And that's what I mentioned about, you know, typically if, you know, you forget something, whatever, typically most people, when they get ticked off, they're going to feel disrespected, not love, not desire, not important. You know, elements are, you know, maybe intertwined on those aspects, okay? And you look at those dynamics, and once you acknowledge those and you go deep down on those, the emotional level, and you take, take note of what the hell is going on with the other person, and you want to learn, you know, not that they're attacking me, you're, they're mad, whatever, so I'm going to, you know, get defensive and step up and sort of combat back. No, you learn, you know, why are you mad? I want to know why you're mad so maybe we can fix it, okay? Not always easy, but that is going to help hopefully, okay? Insights. I can't guarantee it. It's not a money-back guarantee, but hopefully um, that's going to help, okay, and get some insights. And actually, did I talk about the pay attention to your mate? But, Alan, if your mate is Miss Michigan, what do you do? Do you want Miss Michigan to pay attention? Do you want Miss Michigan to pay attention to you more? Or are you paying attention to Miss Michigan? <laughs> People outside of Michigan are kind of, are, <laughs> oh boy, they're, they're like, what the hell is he talking about? You know what? Uh, private, <laughs> private message me. Uh, give me an email. Give me a text, whatever, and I'll explain it to you for those uh, listeners outside the, the Michigan realm or that they're new to Michigan. They're going to say, uh, some people might be able to finish it out or finish it, <laughs> finish it off like Alan is doing. But <laughs> no, might be able to figure it out. There we go. Oh, God, I'm all flustered. Um, I want to hit on some, I'm going to uh, sort of switch it up a little bit, okay? And we are going to talk about crap. No. What the heck did I do with it? Oh, I want to talk about the, what the heck did I do with my notes? Um, as I got a brain fart. Sorry, people. Um, one thing I want to talk about, and since if Chris is still there, 
oh my God, this would be, oh, there's so many people. Where the hell is everybody? Um, there's a few people, I, like Vicky, oh my God, uh, Princess Fu, Cindy. There's a bunch of regulars uh, that go on chat, and this would be an awesome topic. And this was a huge topic on Facebook, and I, I didn't come from me. Um, the voice feed is coming in after the chat feed. It's funny seeing Alan's comment before I hear what Greg is saying. Uh-oh, <laughs> took me a minute to figure out what was going on. Oh, I have no idea what the heck's going on with that. The voice feed is coming in after. Huh, no brain fart, no hair. Anyways, um, the dynamics, oh, thanks, Chris. Awesome. Now, we're going to hit on this, and I don't know if you saw this one. I stole it. Well, not stole it. I shared it about the matching undergarments. Did you see that one, Tina? Yes, I did. Oh, look at, oh, my God. Say that again. That was so sultry. Yes, look at her blush right now. So sultry. Anyways, yeah, Craig is very latent. <laughs> yeah, I am. I have my moments, Alan, very much. Usually quick-witted, but believe me, I got brain farts big time, and I'm okay. You look at the dynamics. How many women out there, Alan, uh, I'm not sure if this topic is for you or not, um, no, <laughs> I'm teasing. How many women out there, they listen to, you know what? If you are more <clears throat> horny, in the mood, sexually aroused, sexually, let's face it, you want to get laid, okay? Um, maybe make love, get laid, whatever, okay? Horny, and there's a difference. We all know there is a difference. That would be another show topic as well. How many people, you know, when you want that, you make sure that your bra and panties or granny panties, what, oh, God, I just got a weird vision in my head. That's just wrong. Um, how many people, how many women out there, you make sure those bras and panties match? I want to know, is that sort of a big way? Is that a sign for you ladies out there to say, you know what? I am in the mood, and I'm going to get me some. Yeah, I'm going to get me some because I have a matching, <laughs> matching bra and panty on. And I'm, I'm laughing. Sorry. I'm laughing at Chris's comment. She mentioned about DTF. <laughs> Yeah, Alan, down to sleep. No, DTF is down to um, fight. No. <laughs> uh, uh, I need to stop. <laughs> Anyways, everyone, DTF, right? <coughs> Anyways, um, Tina, yeah, I'm going to put you on the spot. So does that hold true for you or do women? Oh, God, I'm not wearing lingerie, Alan. I'm sorry. I don't mean to break your fantasy, dude, but I'm not going to wear lingerie for you. Um, you look at the elements. Do you think women, there are women out there that always match. They always have to have a matching bra, matching panty. Oh my God. And not when I go out of the house. Oh my God. And they got to match my clothes and they got to match. Um, oh, Chris, I know what you said. I just wasn't going to, I should say it on, on air. Right. But, um, since when do I stop? I don't, <clears throat> um, you're looking at the dynamics of there are women out there that, oh, you know, all my clothes, they got to match. They got to match my bras and panties. And we all, oh, my God, I almost hurt myself with that voice like I got kicked in the nuts. <laughs> yeah, Greg and Lingerie, what a horror movie. Hey, my body ain't that bad, Alan, believe it or not. 
Um, <laughs> you look at the elements that, you know, how many women out there, they always wear, you know, when they are wanting attention, and we could say attention horse, maybe that's extreme, okay, that they will wear the white, sort of light white blouse, and I mean light as far as the material, with the red bra. Do you do that? Oh, no. Tina! Oh, don't lie. No. Do you wear that to no. say, look at me, look at these? <laughs> do you do that? No? no? Not at all? No, who does that? Oh, my God. Yo, come on. You, you got to know. You've, tell me, Tina, you have yeah. never seen that? Yes. But it's ah! They could be a red bra. They could be black. You know, they, something that, you know what, look at what I have on. Right, and we all talked about. You know, uh, we all talked about. I talked about this in human sexuality class. If Alan wasn't too busy um, taking care of himself, no, I'm not wearing Tina's lingerie. That He's might lying be. To you. <laughs> he wants to. No comment. Anyways, you look at the elements to wear um, women, and it, it's been researched and everything else that. Women, when they are ovulating, believe it or not, they tend to wear red more. They tend to wear red more when they're ovulating. Did you know that? I don't even own red, like, underwear. I'm not talking. It could be a blouse, sweater, um, anything. Yeah. Not just undergarments. the color red. Yeah. Some people do, but I'm not talking. But it's true. They, yeah, yeah no, women tend to wear that. more, it might be orange, might be okay. red like or, you know, different, play, but it's usually yeah. red wow. when they ovulate. It's weird. They don't even, they weird. don't say, oh, I'm ovulating, I'm wearing red. No, they, you know, it's, it's not a conscious thing. It's not yeah. intentional. Okay. It's just something, it's a way, almost like, uh, you know, in, in the wild, in the birds, right? Male birds tend to be more colorful than females, right? And, you know, peacocking, whatever. But it's a way for them to say, look at me, come and do me and impregnate me because I'm ovulating. They don't even, no, I don't wear lingerie. Um, He's lying to you. I'm lying to you, right? You, speaking of that, Alan, do you know uh, cross-dressers? If you want to come out, that's fine. Cross-dressers, actually, 95% of them are... Uh, Heterosexual married men, believe it or not. That is true. Yeah, yeah, it is. That is true. Are you speaking from experience too? No, but I just I learned that. that is you learned that. Oh, cool. That is true. That is true. I never heard the other thing, but I, I do know that. Oh, Chris. Yeah, look. You wear red all the time, Chris. Does that <laughs> does that mean you're DTF all the time? Not just when you're ovulating. <laughs> not just when you know what now alan's gonna take a break and excuse himself you know <laughs> oh my god she's wearing red i wish That's i could great. see that i was a statue of liberty for tax liberty oh sweet for liberty oh for liberty tax oh god you know what if you do that again this tax season alan let me know where you're at because i want to come by and chuck tomatoes and eggs at you know <laughs> but um going back to the bras and panty aspects you know do you think and there are women that always have to match and to me it doesn't matter and i mentioned on the on the post that you know it doesn't you know it's nice to look at but you know maybe i might be more interested in what's underneath the bras and panty huh right 
And how many people, you know, I've heard comments on the posts and all this stuff. You know what? Well, they're not going to, it don't matter what color they are because they're going to come off anyways, right? But it's nice. What if they do a little dance? They do a little whatever, right? You need a ladder for that. You need to get off my show, Anna. <laughs> you know, Chris, I know you're the mother of a toddler. I'll take it where I can get it. <laughs> you know what? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, the kid's in the playpen. You know what? I got two minutes. <laughs> That's okay. I only need 20 seconds, right? Now, you look at the uh, dynamics and the elements of, you know, do you think women, when they wear matching bra, and we all know, I'm not, I'm not talking about the women that need to have a matching bra and panties on all the time. You know, they will not leave the house unless they wear matching undergarments, okay? And cracks me up. Someone had said, my mom, oh, actually, I think it was Cynthia. She also mentioned my mom taught me, you know, she's the one that said, you know, my clothes, my undergarments always have to match what I'm wearing and all this stuff. And I told, you know, I told her, I've known her for a long time. You know, her husband uh, probably thinks she's, <laughs> oh my God, would you hurry up? No. <laughs> you know, and you look at the dynamics to where, um, you know, she said, oh, my mom always, you know, if you were ever in an accident, you better have matching. I said, what's the matter? They're, your underwear are going to be brown anyways from you shitting yourself in an accident. It ain't going to matter. It ain't going to match anyways. So what does it mean? They always throw that, right? It's not going to matter. You're either going to wet yourself, poop yourself in an accident or a traumatic experience. It ain't going to matter if they match because they're going to be freaking brown, yellow combination of both right? It's not gonna matter. So, okay, you like to get buried under big boobs. Are you talking, was that question for Chris <laughs> or me? You know, I'm more of a legs and ass guy, Alan. Um, anyways, but how many people do you think do you, in your experience with women, I, I, that did not sound right. Um, <laughs> Tina, <laughs> that did not. <laughs> oh, boy. That <laughs> Rainbow drawers. That's that, for another show. Yeah, uh, that did not sound right. But in your experience with friends, relatives, uh, if sibling, whatever, do you find that most women that you know, coworkers, whatever, that they, I, this pride never comes up. Now you have to go into work and talk about this stuff. Um, that do you think most women you know always have to wear matching undergarments or it's just uh oh i gotta have a matching pair because we have a special night anniversary we're going out we got a big day we're renting a hotel room whatever what do you think i do know some women that always have to have their like matching um undergarments but for special like occasions they have to have like special undergarments. Oh, so they yeah. always have to have matching, but then it's very, very special right. matching. Right, they have ones that are like lace or something like that. Right. But I think majority of women, if they know that like they want to feel better about themselves or they know they want to get laid, they're having their underwear is matching. Do you think the guy really cares if the underwear is matching or not? Or it's more about them? I think it's about the women feeling good about themselves oh. and looking good for that man. I do, too. I think it's more about the women's, do I want to say, issue? Or they want to look good. And I'm all about women looking nice and all that stuff. Um, 
Tina is smarter than Greg. Yeah, I agree. I'm not, Alan, <laughs> since when have you ever heard me say I am intelligent? I'm a genius. You, you will never, you will never hear me say that. <laughs> okay. It is what is in the, I already said that, Alan. Uh, okay. I'm going to go back to uh, Chris mentioned. Um, most of my female friends have sexy things for sexy occasions, not necessarily matching though. Okay. I get that. So they might have a red bra with say, Maybe brown panties. Oh, God, that's just nasty. Um, or maybe a blue bra, baby blue bra with red panties. And would the guy wonder if it was that time of the month? Uh, that's just nasty. That's gross, that's isn't it? Right. That's <laughs> <not> right. <laughs> it's funnier than hell, admit it. You're laughing. Tina's laughing her ass off. So, you know, would that be, oh, no, I ain't, that's supposed to be light blue like her bra, shit, it's all red, oh, my God. (laughs) I'm not touching that, no. Um, You look at the dynamics to, um, I I agree, flag underwear. You look at, you're right, you look at the situation to where, I think every woman's different, and I want to (laughs) know, I don't even remember Chris saying it's been that long, you look at the dynamics to where, you know, if it makes a woman feel good, it's all about that. How many women, I want to, you know, with a matching um, bra, panty, undergarment, or even if they have, you know, lingerie, a teddy, whatever on, leather, Catwoman outfit. Um, oh, shit, Ray, I just went off fantasizing. Hold on. <laughs> you look at, at those aspects, and what happens, ladies out there, if a guy doesn't comment, then what would that do to you? If a guy doesn't say, oh, my God, you look so hot. Oh, my God, I love your matching bra and panty. Then he doesn't get any. Oh, so how might you pervert? Alan, yeah, that is me. Nah, part of me. I, I'm more vanilla than anything. You, you, oh, do you look at he needs to coordinate a little better? Well, it needs to coordinate a little better. Okay, Chris, do you think that what happens? Would that be a situation where that would just kill your mood, your sex drive, that... You know what? He didn't even compliment me. He did, and I I get this, you know, often. Not you know weekly, you know, whatever. I get it often every couple of weeks, whatever. Where you know the girlfriends or the wives, whatever, will sit there and they will tell me, Greg, you know, I get all this, I get all dialed up, and he doesn't even recognize. He doesn't even care. He doesn't even comment. Oh, Chris, now you're going deep. Did you study this stuff? Men rarely comment on that stuff. Maybe that's the problem, Chris. You're with the wrong dudes, right? Or maybe the guy don't comment on it because he's like, damn, you know what? I wish I had that. (laughs) That's just wrong. No. But uh, do you find that? Do you guys usually comment about you? Or do you hint, ahem, ahem, woohoo, look at me. What do you say? They always comment. They always comment. You know what? I think Terry Tina is a little bit arrogant. 
Um, <laughs> they always comment, do they? What do they comment? Oh, God, you're wearing that again? No, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> what? I said pretty much. Oh, please. What do they say? I got to hear this. I think the reaction is them just wanting to get on top of you is their comment. Oh, so it's more nonverbal. Like their dick's hard. So oh, God. Their dick could be hard if whatever, right? If the wind blows. <laughs> and, like, <laughs> and like Chris mentioned before, it's, the, the, it's cool and you're very observant. That, you know, it's a guy, it could be the facial expression. Like Tina just said, the guy's dick could be hard that, you know, oh my God, he's excited. Well, he could be excited if you're wearing a burlap bag or wearing, wearing like a dress that your freaking grandma was wearing or, you know, your grandma's freaking nightgown. <laughs> oh, Chris mentioned, they comment on me, but not necessarily on my bra and panties. It's a reaction. And that's what I'm talking about, Chris. You mentioned about the nonverbal. You mentioned about I see it in his eyes. Like, wow. And now, what happens if he just stares at you in the eyes, Chris? What about you, Tina? And he ain't even looking. He's just looking at your eyes. No, look at me. I, I got this matching bra and panty on. Look at me. Now, don't look at my eyes. <laughs> do, you, do you do that? And guys are so confused, right? You always tell me, look, talk to me, stare in my eyes. Well, not now. <laughs> it would probably mean more if he stared in my eyes. Really? And not in your, um, anyways. Um, <laughs> it would mean more? Sure. Even if you're wearing a matching bra and panty or something sexy for your dude my dude if it's your dude <laughs> hilarious my term okay um yeah chris can be better than that i agree the nonverbal is huge with a lot of people and i you know it could be oh my god just the expression on the face like oh my god i want to devour yeah my word and i think i even used that in my book didn't i I know I did. You know, when I talk about <laughs> devouring. <laughs> Chris, yeah, I know. I'm effed up sometimes. <laughs> but you look at the element that, you know, when he looks at you, and, and I, I'm saying he, it could be a lesbian relationship too, you know. I'm, it's not just necessary for heterosexual, even though, like I mentioned last week, you know, I might talk he, she, situations but it could be you know lesbian gay relationships but this situation with bras and panties probably be lesbian well not necessarily but you look at those aspects to where you know what reaction are you wearing those you know making sure they're matching lace whatever you know is it about you or is it about the reaction you want from the man tina Oh, she's contemplating. She's constipated. I mean, she's contemplating. She's thinking. Chris, what about that? I know, I answered it. Or asked it. I didn't answer it. <laughs> Told you, I'm getting tired. It's been a long couple of days. Um, oh, my God, a boring meeting at the college last night. Ew, that's a topic for itself. Um, Bustiers. What? Greg is very... Oh, Bustiers? <laughs> Bustiers. I don't even know how to spell. 
Boussier. It might be right hailing. I don't know. You're probably Google. Corsets are so hot. Chris, you know what? Yes, they are. But you know how long it takes to get those damn things off? <laughs> oh, my God. It's like, God. Now, they have corsets with zippers, right? Ooh. Yeah. Oh, go, Tina. Oh, look at her. Now, with the zipper, would you want your guy to use his teeth? That would be cool. Then he breaks a tooth and it kills the moon. That would be a bummer. That would be a real bummer. I don't. Then you'd say, "I don't care if you broke your tooth. You're still going to finish the job." <laughs> <laughs> oh, lesbians! I got distracted. Sorry, Chris. <laughs> Talk about a little bit, yeah, bisexual aspects, which is fine, right? Um, you should know, Greg, you wear them. No, not at all. I, if I, I, if I did wear them, I'd be honest, I'd come clean. Um, I'm, I'm fine with that, but no, I don't. Sorry to sort of ruin your fantasies, Alan. <laughs> you look at the elements, so is it that you wear stuff, ladies, let's face it, for the reactions you receive from your man, from your lover, your partner, whatever, is that... Uh, use corset for play and teasing. Yeah, I get that. You just watch him squirm and go nuts. Now, what happens if by the time he gets so excited that all of a sudden he gets it off and he blows it? Oh, my God. Then that's where Oral needs to come into play, right? Look at Tina. He better not because I'm kicking him to the term. Ha-ha, Tina is a dom. Are you a dom? Could be. Dominatrix? Could be. You're scaring me. (laughs) You're scaring me. Chris is like, oh, my God. Tina is taller than Greg. You know, I know you're not teasing. I know you're not teasing, Chris. Believe me, I know we've had discussions. I I know you're not teasing at all. Um, I don't know if, you know what? I don't know if Tina is taller than me. I'm short. How tall are you? Five six. Oh, you know what? If I had more hair, or wait, if I had any hair, I probably would be taller. <laughs> I think we're about same height or whatever. I don't know. I might have to wear. Who mentioned about platform shoes? Read a book, Greg. Corset. I, Chris. I'm very. <laughs> I'm playing naive and dumb. I yeah. I know for play and a little bit of tease and a little bit of ooh. You know what? Little rough. Tina is Taylor. Alan, are you drunk? <laughs> are you drunk? Um, but go on. I want to hear more comments. Man, no one called in tonight. What the hell? You look at, you know, is it important that the reaction, are you wearing it? Women, do they wear it for themselves to feel good? And I know a lot of women wear it to look good for their partner, for their man or lover, whatever. They do it. Now, is it, you look at it, is it about the reaction you want from them to make you feel even better, or is it that it makes you feel good, or a combination of both? I think it's both because first you dress up because you want to look good, and then you want to look good for that other person. Right, absolutely. And then you get that reaction, and it just kind of 
inflates that like how you're feeling about yourself and makes you feel better does it make you more hot it makes you feel sexier absolutely does it make you feel hot absolutely more sultry mm-hmm. really kind of gets you off really sure kind of or it does absolutely no half-ass doing no half-ass here it. sweet yeah very cool i need a cold shower now anyway <laughs> <laughs> you look at um, <laughs> makes me feel good heckling you. I know, Alan, it does. You get attention that you so much need. Uh, <laughs> uh, those elements, and I think a lot of women, it's a combination of both. You know, they look good. It makes them feel sexy. But I think actually a lot of times they do it to maybe get a reaction. Um, attention. You know, for attention. They, wanna, they want their man to... Go goo goo gaga over them. You know, they want them to get hard. They want them to, their eyes to bug out, their tongues to hang out. They say, Wow, babe, you look hot. You look very beautiful. And what happens if all of a sudden you wear matching bras and panties going back to the original or some lingerie? Yeah, although some lingerie is functional. I know, Chris, you're a freak. <laughs> and you look at the dynamics from that. And what happens if you're lover, your husband, boyfriend, whatever, goes, oh, let's hurry up and get in the bed, turn the lights off. <gasps> what would that do? It makes you not want to have sex. It makes you feel unsexy. Ooh, I would think so, wouldn't it? Yeah. What happens if he hurries up and covers his eyes? Come on, let's hop in the bed. <laughs> I'm covering my eyes. I, I'd do it. If, if Tina wasn't in here, I'd cover my eyes. It's just, so I, I freaking act out, and no one can see it anyways. You know, cover, oh, let's hurry up and hop in the bed. Or he looks away. <gasps> yeah, then you kick him in the dick. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? He might deserve it. But what happens? That would just kill. Yeah, it kills your self-esteem. And I know there... I been not i haven't personally been in that situation but i've been um no <laughs> alan greg's been kicked out of victoria's secret for being a creeper now I, that's a i i have to tell you a story <laughs> i have to tell you about a story about that and people are gonna think it's it's sort of weird because it involves my daughter when she was a freaking teenager and no i'm not sick and twisted and all that stuff um, no, not at all. It was funny. <laughs> Blindfold his ass the whole next day. <laughs> yeah, actually, super glue his eyes shut. You know what? But what happens if, you know, dealing with it, when you're a partner and you try to get all sexed up and sexy and your partner really isn't physically attracted to you, <gasps> then what? It, can you imagine what that would be like? And there's people out there. I've had clients in here, Greg, I'm just not physically attracted to her anymore. And I'm like, oh, I feel like I got kicked in the nuts, you know, because I'm feeling, you know, how bad and how hurtful that is. But do you want to lie? Do you? And it's part of, I give them credit for being honest. And I've had a, a young couple, oh, this was... Two years ago, give or take, and they're in mid to late 20s, somewhere in there, 27, somewhere around there. And you look at the, and she comes in, Greg, you know what? I'm just 
she said, oh, my God, he gained 40 pounds since we got married. You know, we've been together and he, lazy. Look at him. I'm just not physically attracted to him anymore. And I, I'm looking at him. I'm like, damn, ouch, you know. And I'm, I'm like, oh, I'm, I'm very good at putting myself in other people's shoes. Sometimes I don't want to. You know, everyone talks about the business element. You know, you got to separate your, you know what, you're still human. I think it makes you relate to that person more. It's like, oh, my God. God, um, well, let's face it. She's hot. You need to dump it. No, I'm teasing. No, that's totally unethical. And I ain't losing my license for nobody. You look at that aspect, but what would you do in that situation? And it's funny how we went from matching bras, panties, lingerie, and Chris's corset tees to whips and chains and all that stuff. But what would that do to you? Ugh. <gasps> <sighs> Wouldn't that be in a lot of situations? And there's some people that they might tell you in private, but they'll never tell their partner. Would you, if your partner wasn't attracted to you, would you want them, oh my God, we can make this another show. Would that be something you would want to know? Or would you want them to keep that hidden? Tina, I mean, you won't have that problem. No, <laughs> but I'm just saying... Um, I think that's a major part of a relationship. So yeah. I think that if that's something that, I mean, I think with the weight thing, I think that's something you could work on. And I right. think that that's, if you're married to that person, I think that that's something that you could work through. Because right. I think marriage is different than just a dated, you know, than just a relationship. Um, okay. I, I, Say it. Does, okay. I'm going to, Tina, I know you haven't listened to the show that much. Sure. Crap, Master G, relax. Uh, <laughs> they... Say you, and I'm going to get on a, a, actually, this happened, oh, God, over the weekend, four, we'll say four or five days ago, okay? Um, and remind me when it, about a post on Facebook about this situation. No, go back, say you're living together, married or living, to me, sure. it does, you know, people, th- yeah, yeah sure. that's how I feel, Absolutely. too, living together, it's yeah, basically the same, thing. the same thing. So, and they gain weight, what would you do? And you're not physically attracted to them anymore, what would you do? Or, if they were not physically attracted to you anymore? I would want to know, but if it's... Would you want to know? You know what, babe, yeah. you don't turn me on. <laughs> I mean, I think that that would be hurtful, but I think that weight gain is something that you can work on. I mean, that's healthy living anyways. I think that you would want your mate to be healthy um, Ooh. because weight gain, you can, you know, diabetes, those types of things. And, you know, you would want that other person that you, you obviously at some point you love them and cared about them. So I think if you can be honest with them, that's something that you could work through. I agree. Yeah, I think weight is something you can work through. Now, ooh, what about this age? And Chris, I agree. Um, mention on chat that I, that's something, you know what, that you can't hide. I, me, I, oh. I tell people, you know, you might be able to close your eyes, but then there's Braille. <laughs> you think <laughs> that's just wrong, right? I don't. I, did I ever say that on the air before? No, I talk about. <laughs> then there's Braille, but no, not that. And I'm no, I don't want to bash. You know, whatever. I'm not. If you're comfortable with yourself, that's what I'm all about. Okay. And Alan, you're right. Some people are great actors. I would not be able to to hide that. That would be not only disingenuous to that person and disrespectful to them. 
but it's also disrespectful and disingenuous. I'd be selling myself out too. So I'm not about hiding anything. I want to be upfront and honest with that. If you're in bed together and he doesn't look at you the same way, his dick doesn't get as hard, how would you hide that? You know what? That's where the guy gets a corn cob or, or no, <laughs> no, that's just wrong. That Don't wrong. joke. Oh my God. You remember it anyways. Forgot to butter the last one. Don't ask me how I remember that joke, that yeah, yeah, sick-ass joke. Well, yeah, but, no, you're right, Chris. I don't think you'd be able to hide it, and how would you handle the situation? And what, if someone wasn't attracted to me or turned on by me anymore, I would want to know, okay, what can I do about it? And then you look at the other person. What if they say, well, this is the way I am now, whatever. You know what? You're shallow. You're this, you're that, you know, you're cold, you're crude, you're a dick, you're whatever. You know, they flip it back on you because you're mean, you're this and that because, you know what, you're shallow. You're not attracted to me anymore and it's your fault. <gasps> They're just being fat and lazy. Oh, that's mean, Tina. Oh, but it might be true. <clears throat> but some people... You know, they have, and, you know, I, I've done, it's rare, but, you know, once in a while I'll do a little bit of sessions. Where'd it go? Okay. I do a little bit of sessions as far as, you know, one-time things, whatever. Council do a, I don't know, almost like a evaluate, psych evaluation in a way for people going through like bariatric <clears throat> surgery or the laparoscopic, you know, lap band surgery, they want to make sure, you know, healthy living habits and all that, make sure, you know, that they're able to, the depressive traits that might come along with it and the changes and all that, the eating habits swing. And I, I do that, you know, I've done it a handful of times, which is, it's not a big deal, but, you know, it's, it's a quick, it's not a big deal thing. But there are some you do that you can better yourself and work on it. And if you don't care, and someone throws that at you, are shallow. Oh, my God, you're supposed to love me for the person I am, not da-da-da-da-da. But do you think those things change the person you are? Do you feel less confident? Do you feel maybe not more depressive? Do you feel not as active, that you don't want to do as much stuff? Do you, do, does it change your personality as well? I'm not saying it does, but these are dynamics um, that happens, and it's very difficult when you look at. And Chris mentioned, uh, but everybody gets older. We age. We gain and lose weight. Yeah, we work out and fix yourself up. But you can also find something you are attracted to in that person if you love them. I don't think it's all physical if you completely lose attraction. You know what? Ooh. <laughs> oh, man. You know what, Chris? Oh, God. I, yeah. You know what? I agree with you. I, I, you can be with a very, or let's say I can be with a very attractive lady, and if we're not emotionally connected, it doesn't matter, you know, it, it doesn't matter how hot, beautiful she is. If she is a bitch, mean, arrogant, whatever, that's not my style. You know what? I'll just say get out in the morning. But no, I'm teasing. I'm no, teasing. Really you get my drift? No, girls I'm teasing. That are really ugly. <clears throat> yeah. So I'm all about, and I'm a guy too. And you look at, and we do change. We do grow and mature. I, I understand. And at the um, beginning of the show, I was talking about the 70 year old lady um, I was talking to when I, I just grabbed a quick bite to eat before the show. 
very insightful. And I told her I have her on the show, too. Uh, I think she works in the building, African-American lady. Not that that matters. I love all people, unless you're a jerk. But um, very insightful. Talk about relationships, how they grow and evolve and mature. And we're talking about sex because I brought up I'm talking about bras and panties <laughs> to a 70-year-old. And she's hip. She's very cool. But um, the attraction aspect, it, it can be very difficult. Going back to the Facebook website, and me, stupid me, not stupid, well, I got bashed, okay? There was someone that posted, actually, she had a, like a bra and a panty on, and it was a larger woman in a picture. Would you, would you date somebody that weighed 200 or more pounds? Be honest. And me, that's like a big tease when it says, be honest, right? Be honest. And me, I put no. <laughs> and what I'm doing, you know, uh, I'm supposed to love everybody and all that, you know, be attracted to everybody because um, a relationship therapist, you know, licensed professional counselor, professional, I, I get to even single and all this stuff, right? I always get, you know, whatever you're shallow nah, i'm human <laughs> why why honest. should it yeah i'm human so i put no greg you're an idiot someone posted this uh, that word for word greg you're an idiot okay that is the person that matters all this stuff and i i was nice and calm i, I get all that you know what you know i'm all about if you're confident with yourself and all this stuff it, it's like you know, we all have different tastes, different tastes in clothes, food. Um, if someone, you know, liked, you know, say Italian food and the other one hated it, are you going to call them an idiot? Alan, remember you called me uh, not that intelligent? Ha, listen now, man. You know, are you going to call them an idiot? It's funny when, some, and I said, you know, I want people to be more comfortable with themselves and, you know, whatever they are, I want them to like themselves, be comfortable with themselves. Because you're not attracted to somebody, it could be personality, looks, doesn't make you an idiot. Now, if you're belittling, making fun of somebody, yeah, then you're a jerk. But I wasn't doing that. You look at the dynamics and why would you be an idiot? And I get hurt, you know, maybe... Maybe we wouldn't find you attractive either, Greg. You know, and I even put, I'm short, I'm bald, I got game, but so what? No. <laughs> you know, short and bald, some people, some women might not find me attractive. Am I okay with that? I'm fine with that. I'm confident with that. Am I going to call them a jerk? or be? No. And I mentioned all this, and she made a comment, well, this and this, and I made, you know, I was very, I mentioned this and didn't get any comments back. And you look at the dynamics, is that more about your own self-worth and your own value as an individual? And you know what? It's not, and I didn't apologize. You know, it wasn't, why should I apologize for something that it's me? And I get, you know, if I'm a jerk or a dick or being rude or crude, uh, belittling. That's not my side. I love, oh God, I'm a huge smart ass joking around. Alan knows that, you know, being in class. Um, very unprofessional. But I mean, that's my style. But, you know, when 
I'm in session, you know, I'm, I'm not going to joke, you know, I'll joke around with clients I've known for a while, whatever, but there's some really, you know, if a woman's been raped or, you know, been abused, I'm never, oh my God, never, ever going to make fun or joke around about situations like that. Not at all. I'm very compassionate and very caring. Um, but you know, it's when you're attracted to somebody and say, it doesn't matter if they're wearing a matching bra or panty, if you're not attracted to them, what do you do? You know what? I appreciate you trying, but eh. Chris, would you want to hear that? Would you want to hear that, Tina? Like you said, you would want them to be honest. Yeah, I would. So what would you say? Hit the road. No. <laughs> um, I don't know. I guess we would, if we were in a relationship, we would have to talk about that and we obviously wouldn't be in a relationship anymore if we no it'd be very difficult you know, it wouldn't would be it? very difficult to be in a relationship with somebody that wasn't attracted to me and i guess we would have to talk about why you know i i'm not overweight so i don't know what the why he wouldn't be attracted yeah i that's <laughs> a good uh, I, oh god <laughs> now listen to Tina, you want to repeat that, Tina? Well, I well, go we ahead. I want. I want to hear. I want to hear. Overweight. Is this confidence or is this arrogance? No, I'm not being arrogant. I'm confident in the <laughs> oh, way that I look. Okay. Um, so I guess we would have to talk about like what the issue is. Is why, you know, he's the person wouldn't be attracted to me. So why are you not attracted to me anymore? So what Tina is saying is, is there's no way no guy would not no, be attracted I'm not to saying her. That. That's what I'm you're telling what me. Is what is the issue? Are we can we work through that issue or can we not? No. Have we been in? Uh. Uh-uh. Okay. Well, then we wouldn't be in the relationship anymore. If there's no attraction, but I love you like my cousin, yeah, and we have kids um, together, yeah. so we got to stay together. Yeah. No. I I already, <laughs> I already been there, done that. Yeah. No. No. I know. I and I've people, already gone through that. I, yeah. I'm. No. I run into this. Yeah. I mean, no, and I and I don't yeah. I don't disagree with that, but I did that. I'm not saying yeah. I promote that. Not no, a lot no, people and I'm sure been you listening don't to the because show. You're a therapist, I, I, yeah, but I, I know a no. lot of people that do I get, that. Well, for you got to stay. I can live with that because we have t- kids together. I don't want to break up the family. And that would be their decision to make. Right. That's just not mine. It's and <laughs> no, not at all. And Alan, you listen to the it's show unhealthy. a few times, and even and um, even in. The relationship, you know, relationship dynamics, I'm all about, you know, why would you want to be with someone that isn't attracted to you? Why would you want to be with someone that doesn't want to have sex with you? And why would you want to be with someone that doesn't want to be with you? And I mentioned, I, I don't sugarcoat it. I think it's pathetic. And, you know, you need, you deserve, everybody deserves to be with somebody. Well, I wouldn't say everybody because there's some real wicked people out there. But go with me. That... um you know, you deserve to be with someone that finds you attractive, that finds you, um, you know, emotionally attractive as well, personality, character, that deserves and wants to be with you. Everybody deserves that. And you need to be able to go on, um, be able to go on that, okay? Living ass cousins, no co-parent, don't stay together. Chris, you know what? I'm with you, and I sort of promote that too. I don't promote people. I think it's unhealthy people staying together in an unloving, uncaring, unpassionate relationship for the sake of the kids because your kids deserve more than that. And kids can be resilient. I'm all about trying to work on all those aspects and, um, you know, trying to 
do everything you can before you dissolve the relationship. I'm not, you know, you try to work on it, okay? Hold on, Alan. Hold on. Hold on. Um, I I just want to sort of mention Alan. Now he's coming back kissing my butt. Listen to this. Ah, I kid you, but I respect you, Master G. That's me. You are good at what you do. It's in print, Alan. So I got proof. Ha! I can't, you can't call me a liar. It's written right there. <laughs> no, I need to give you some slack. No, Alan, I appreciate that. Thanks so much. Uh, then he calls me a jackass. No. <laughs> I, Alan, I appreciate that. Thank you so much. I, I'm just me. Um, I try to help people. That's what the radio show, The Art of Relationships, is all about. Um, that's just me. I'm very, I'm cocky, smart ass, but I'm also very humble too. Um, and I appreciate all the support I get, uh, for doing the show, Facebook, everything else. Everybody, I appreciate everybody sharing. Oh, that's right. Make sure uh, you tell everybody as I'm asking buddy, thanking everybody to share, uh, sees that total connection, my book, it's on Amazon paperback ebook. It's on Barnes and Nobles as well, or the their NUC site, and it sees that total connection achieving the emotional and sexual relationship you crave. Ooh, only if you are attracted to me, baby. No. <laughs> Thank you so much, Alan, Chris, for being in live chat. Everybody listening out there, I appreciate it. New listeners, um, don't be shy. Next uh, Wednesday night, 9 o'clock, be here live. Tina, thank you for showing up. This is so cool. I appreciate it. It's very cool. Um, It is in the gutter as well. Yes, it is. No, everybody (laughs) have a very rest of Wednesday evening hump night. Everybody take care. Much love to everybody out there. Oh, no, I didn't queue up everything. Um, Real quick, you uh, go to my website. You can check out... uh, you know, services, everything else. Like I said, I'm going to be getting together workshops pretty soon on 27 days to your best relationship. Ooh. Yeah, I'm trying to make more money. Uh, <laughs> um, buy my book, right? So I'm going to, working on those aspects, as I mentioned on the show. So look forward or look forward to it. Yeah, please. Um, look for those coming out. I'll give uh, more information when I get those more ready and out and available to everybody out there. Everybody have a good Wednesday night. Peace to everybody out there. Thanks so much again. This is the Art of Relationships radio show, and I'm Greg Dzinski. Peace. Much love to everybody out there, okay? Take care. The Art of Relationships radio show is copyrighted. No one is to use any part of the show without express written consent from myself, Greg Dzinski, or the Art of Relationships. Thank you.